Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. Welcome everybody to Neon Twilight on Nightlight Radio with your host, Solaris Blue Raven. I, I want to remind all of you just how busy she is and how grateful we are that she spends time with us once a month, sometimes two, and um, remind you that she has shows on KCOR and Freedom Slips Radio as well as here and is a very, very prolific writer and has a whole bunch of wonderful books out there. So go to Amazon and check out Solaris Blue Raven after the show's over, please. So with that said, welcome to the show, Solaris. Well, thank you, Barbara. It's been a while, and I'm happy to be here with you tonight for another episode. Yeah, I, I and, and we had a topic all planned, and those of you that have tuned mm-hmm. in for it, um, sorry, um, we're going to do it another time, but, but she does come back on a regular basis, so we will get it in. But um, <clears throat> this evening, um, we're going to go into um, a lot of the unidentified flying objects that have been identified as, um, oh, I don't know, weather balloons, cars, octagon shapes, all sorts of things that have been happening around the country, and the fact that UFOs are once again becoming very prominent in the news and uh, mm-hmm. kind of wondering why and what's happening. And, and as, a, as an absolutely um, shameless advertisement, the fact that um, Ken Godsworth and I have just finished writing a book called uh, After Roswell, no, Before Roswell, sorry, Before Roswell, and that's going to be available on Amazon after the 17th of uh, February. So, big topics today, and and, um, I just don't even know where to dive in, because that big one, the first object that floated over the country, was so huge, and yet our government wouldn't have done anything if a man in Oregon hadn't brought it to everybody's attention. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they were tracking it. I mean, the Pentagon, as far as I can tell, they're always tracking these anomalies or whatever it was, but... In my opinion, you know, there's all that, that uh, under the classification, under the guise of they, they create disinformation. So you really don't know 
uh, when they noticed it and, and uh, how long they wanted it to just kind of float around. I, I just, you know, you can't trust anything that's going on over there in these departments. That's the biggest problem we run into. Well, I find it fascinating that Roswell, they tried to, to you know, bill it as a weather balloon. This one, mm-hmm. I mean, it did look like a big balloon, but it was so big. It could have had, you, you just, weather balloons are not as big as that first one was. Mm-hmm. Right. So, that could have been loaded with all kinds so, of things. Yeah. Yeah. It could have even been manned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's kind of reckless for them to just shoot things down, to be honest. And this whole idea under the guise of national security gets old after a while, too, because anyone or anything can be considered a threat under the guise of national security. And, and the one thing I mentioned to you off air about, and we can touch on it now, but the, these anomalies, when they call them anomalies, that's a very vague description. That could be anything. That could be something connected to this world, this realm, or something not from this realm. And I find that after where I've been with covert technologies and, and the anomaly signals that I've been interconnected with, that that is, um, to me, that's an act of war. So they should be very, very careful about being the aggressor when it comes down to claiming it's their space, it's their airspace. If it's incoming from off the planet or interdimensional or anything else, it's not their airspace. It's not their domain. They need to share. And I don't think that the Pentagon has that. I don't think they have it in their brainwave capacity to coexist like that. So that's a problem. It's it's an act of war against off-world species, if you ask me. They should be very, very careful. Well, on top of that, if indeed this was just a balloon of any kind, they sent multi-million-dollar aircraft up into the air and shot mm-hmm. multi-million-dollar missiles into something that probably only cost a couple thousand dollars. And right, they're bragging exactly. about they just it. popped a balloon. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. popped a balloon. Congratulations! Wow, you guys are so impressive, right? No, I I, I think that that's so funny. The government, and then, and then they admitted that there had been many others that, that hadn't mm-hmm. been reported. And, you know, when these things, if these things are floating through our airspace and they're over us, I mean, come on, look what they're doing with the chemtrails. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it just, it blows my mind that, that they're strutting around like they're big boys on the block. And I think they just wasted millions of dollars. Yeah, I think so, too. They're a bit reckless. Yeah. I think that we. I'm going to start looking into these more and more. You know, the first time I saw it, I thought, well, well, you know, it's just a PSYOP, just another psychological operation to get everybody to to focus on that and blame Russia or China. But in my opinion, I think there's something else going on. There's, it's, uh, there's multiple levels of something happening here. And I do know that they're using radar systems and advanced electronic warfare to ping and, and do assessments and threat assessments remotely. And then whether that's people and contactees, I, I might have mentioned this to you before, but I come to the conclusion that contactees who have implants and signals that are connected to whether it's from here or off planet will be targets of interest and, and considered to be threats. And I think that's what we're looking at down the road with these anomalies. Well, all I know is that I have felt strange for the last three or four months and it's not physical. It feels more that it, it's um, it, it feels it, it feels electronic. Now, Very interesting. I've had I have had ringing in my ears for as long as I can remember. And um, when they wanted to give me medication for it, 
one of the side effects was ringing in the ears. So, mm-hmm. and, and I'm really against taking medication. You know, if it if it's going to save my life, then I'll think about it. But but I've gotten used to the ringing in the ears, and yet its frequency, its vibration has changed in the last six months. Right. Give it six months. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yep. and I have felt not bad, but as though <clears throat> I'm pressured for something. It feels as though um, there's a time clock ticking. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not... And I'm not sure where it's coming from. And we spoke earlier. I haven't been able to sleep in months mm-hmm. and months. And mm-hmm. but I'm not and I tired. Don't either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I was, your intuition. I, you're not tired. Yeah, that's good. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I mean, if it was a matter I was exhausted and I couldn't go to sleep, that would be another thing. I lay down and shut mm-hmm. my eyes, and my brain goes into hyperspace. Literally. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, well, that's not bad. I don't think I don't consider that bad at all. I would just work with it then. That's where you get your creative juices flowing. Well, that's true, but mm-hmm. why? Why now? I mean, I mean, I've always been able to channel, but I've always been able to pick the time I channeled in. Now it's mm-hmm. you know now it's it's kind of like get to work, get to work, get to work, get to work, and. You know, I'm fine with getting to work, but it, there aren't mm-hmm. enough hours in the day. There just aren't. Right. Well, maybe and, nighttime um, is helpful then. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, oh, yeah, I'm a night person for sure. Mm-hmm. But but so so it, it feels as though this stuff, somebody said, one of the conspiracy people's, I forget which which conspiracy it was said that this was all to take our mind off what was hunt, what was happening with Hunter Biden, and that may be part of it, but I think there's more to it. I think mm-hmm. we're being made more and more aware of what's up there, so that when the reality of it comes out, we're not going to be shocked. Now, one of the objects they shot down was an octagon shape. Now, yeah. that's not a balloon. So what was it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they were vague. Like I said, when they called it an anomaly, that could be many, many things. They know what it is or they have an idea what it is. And in my opinion, even if it was something from off-planet or interdimensional, they would shoot it down because they're the aggressor. They do not like extraterrestrial intelligence. I know that. So you're dealing with an aggressive group of military right now. That, and this is why I say they're never going to make it. They can't even coexist with off-world intelligence. But what I do notice is that even if they're trying to prime the atmosphere for a PSYOP connected to Project Bluebeam or where, where they want to control the narrative with UFOs and at their terms, on their terms, it's always about them controlling. And my point is that, you know, you're, you, we've talked about contactees and extraterrestrial intelligence and my labs, and, and I know those are very real. So I think they're putting a war. I think there's a war on those who have been experienced in those areas, those who have tracking systems and they're built in in their in their bodies, whether it's implants, et cetera. And I think this is part of the equation. I think these guys are hunting with infrared. They're looking for targets and they're taking down anything that's an anomaly. And I, they're a very dangerous group of military right now. In my opinion, I think the, the Pentagon is out of control. DARPA is out of control and they need to be shut down. And I'm just going to say it as clearly as I can. I find them to be out of control. There's there's something that's off the rails with these people right now. They're they're just reckless as hell. And the other thing I think that that they're looking for 
um, <clears throat> excuse me, 23andMe and um, Ancestry.com, Correct. Correct. all of the DNA, they're looking for people. They're looking for DNA structures. And I don't think right. they're looking for them to um, to uh, put them in, you know, uh, positions of honor. I think they're looking for them to get rid of the, the DNA they've right. got. There is, there is a, yeah. DNA, a, a type of DNA they're looking for in order to eliminate. Right. It's a hybrid bloodline, if you ask me. Now, and I find that a lot of this DNA frequency, it, it activates through frequency, the DNA signature. And especially if they're not connected to this world, they have more what I call the cosmic blueprint. So if you have more of your, your blueprint connected to off-world intelligence and your ancestry, then that will activate through frequency in different configurations of space-time, which they haven't even figured out yet. Of course, I give them a lot of information in my books, but... And honestly, I think that's what they're doing, and, and I find that we we are targets of interest at times, and we are also um, their enemy. And I find this, um, you know, that's just the way it is. I mean, I've I've looked at this more and more during the during the years, and I, I find this is what's happening here. It's a shame that this is going this route, but I find that they want it to eradicate. And and what's going to be left? Who knows? But I'm I'm offended with them attacking my ships. I call them my ships in a sense of ships of light. Okay, not not that that was yeah. necessarily what it was that octagon one, but the celestial beings are not hostile and ships of light are not hostile. So you're dealing with whether it's orbs or spheres or whatever anomaly shows up in between space time. They're friendly. They're not harmful. And for them to just say, well, it's in our space. We're going to shoot it down. How dare they? How dare they? I'm sorry. I'm so offended. You have no idea. And maybe it's because I'm on the side of off-world species, but I'll tell you, that's not acceptable behavior from a military. And that's actually quite childish and aggressive. But humanity as a whole it's a very aggressive species. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh yeah, we're 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 built for war. Um, everybody has an yeah. army. Everybody has military. Whatever. Um, but but didn't didn't the um, some 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 species didn't they help the Russians develop a lot of their military um, stuff? Von Braun. Are you talking about the was, the Germans? Yeah. Well, the Germans, yeah, and you had, um, well, supposedly with the Vril Society and a lot of others, they were able to communicate with off-world species and create templates and blueprints. Uh, I find that it's not unheard of, in my opinion, because we know how channeling works, and we can certainly dial into off-world celestial designs and blueprints and and grasp the information and reconfigure it here. So anything is possible, as far as I'm concerned. I think there's always been that breakaway civilization, and then the breakaway technology, which went black, it went hidden, it didn't go away. It just went hidden, like we all know, just like MKLs or anything else. So it's been existing simultaneously with this realm, although it's, it's been controlling everything here. So, you know, you were talking about that early on before we went live about, you know, when are they going to expose all that? Who knows? Because it's on their terms. It, they will never expose anything unless they're, they're in control of it. And heaven forbid anybody's channeling or dialing into off-world celestial designs because they'll want to have a backdoor access to, the, to that person to make sure that they can be there eavesdropping or controlling them. And, you know, it's just no good. I mean, their whole intent is hostile, if you ask me. I find them to be extremely hostile, like Klingon hostile. Well, well, and the thing is, it isn't necessarily off-world entities that are mm-hmm. that are at, at, at risk, you know, that, that, are, um, that are at fault here. I mean, they've, mm-hmm. they've, a lot of the assassinations that have happened haven't traced back to the CIA. Um, it's, oh yeah, it's our own. It's our own people. I, I mean, know. yeah, you're right. 
it's it's scarier what people in government are doing than the than the concept of of contact with people uh, a species that that is millions of years ahead of us i mean i don't oh, yeah, see i don't see alien contact having anything to do with the military and it yet doesn't. that's doesn't where that. well that's where this mm-hmm. country is focused that's where i mean well, the yeah. the the billions the trillions that have been spent on military just even in this country and and the money that has been sent to the ukraine at the same time mm-hmm. putting the entire nation at risk because of food shortages of 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 the invasion that is coming from the southern mm-hmm. and northern border now um right. i think i heard that 17,000 chinese came across the border in the mm-hmm. last 6 months oh i heard about that i mean too. yeah they're shooting down balloons but they don't care about the border yeah there you go what does that tell you i mean you know, i wouldn't mind I mean, I wouldn't mind if the United States became um, isolate and didn't have anything mm-hmm. to do with any of the other countries and just took care of our own. I would be okay mm-hmm. with that. Because, well, I think that's what they I were mean, trying to do when they went to Antarctica. You know, they were trying to get away from all this insanity, the breakaways. No, I, I, I totally no, I agree with you, 100%. of course. It, it's just... I, you, you kind of want to find an island and, and go to the island and put mm-hmm. a bubble over it and, and sit back and watch the rest of the world go crazy. I mean, right. we have technology. Our, our scientists have discovered so much stuff that is kept secret from us that would help humanity. Now, that's that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and, they don't want anybody it, breaking away. Yeah. Well, and they, they, you know, they're trying to cull the population and they're doing a good job. Um, mm-hmm. You know, war is the best way to cull the population, and that's what they're doing in the Ukraine. I don't know how many Ukrainians are still left in the Ukraine. And No, that whole thing you know, is strange, I'm, though. The whole thing, yeah. That doesn't make sense. They're bombing civilians. Now, mm-hmm. what's the point of well, that? We're being targeted. Look at the bioweapon that was released. You know, everybody seems to have forgotten about it. You know, the psi virus, what do you want to call it? But, I mean, that's a yeah. bioweapons assault. Nobody was ever held accountable. I say it all the time. There was never accountability, regardless of who worked with who, to deploy it. And yet we have all these people, all these monsters out of control. But you're right. We need to neutralize, and I say this in a nice way, all global military. We There is no place for them with off-planet evolution. No place for them. We don't need their protection. Just like, you know, if they think we need bodyguards and military to get out there and, and play space domain, I'm sorry, you guys are out of your league with off-world celestials, and that's just not going to happen. We do need to reconstruct this country and this world, and, and starting with the military to shut them down. I'm sorry, but we don't need you. And I'll say that as nicely as I can. We do not need the military. Sorry, we don't. At this point, we, they've, they've been the aggressor against the American people. They've instigated psy wars and psyops. The CIA has been overseeing all these national security sites and running nefarious mind control and psychotronic programs to harm and control and manipulate. Oh, no. That needs to end yesterday. And there should have been accountability. There, there was never accountability for these people. They torture people. They get away with it. They get clearances, and they get jobs with Space Force. Something's wrong with the picture. And now they're after anomalies, which is, in my opinion, a legacy to our cosmic heritage. I, I don't care about the balloons coming from China. I'm more concerned about incoming celestial that we invite 
um, whether we invite them through meditation or consciousness or whether it's CE5, and how dare the military get involved. Well, I think uh, I'll give my... I don't. No, no I'm, I'm with you. But I, I think are, are you are you familiar with uh, Skinwalker Ranch? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Now there's a military base underneath there. Um, they, they've seen they've seen um, ships come and go um, into that mesa. Um, they have they have I, I've seen you know videos of it. Um, so you know the the off worlders don't have to. Um, I, I think I think we've seen their shuttles um, because I don't believe that that, that there are quote unquote air air quote huge space motherships out there. I believe most of the mm-hmm. stuff going on is interdimensional. But what we see are the mm-hmm. shuttles, the craft that go between here and the moon, here and Mars, maybe or, or maybe just in this solar system. But if they're going outside of our solar system, they're using interdimensional stuff. They're not using huge motherships. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, there's other ways to discover the galactic neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, use my book on time travel about phase shifting by location and teleportation. I mean, there are so many different levels of it. Pick one, really. That's what it boils down to. But I think that um, the interdimensional thing, I think you have a point. But when you look and see what I've seen, what I've observed through all my years of observation and research is that a lot of these departments with access and clearances to exotic technology and ancient artifacts have just reverse engineered what they want as a version of, which means they can create their own version of extraterrestrial, which wouldn't be real, but it would be their version, like transhumanism, uh-huh. the poor man's version of something off planet. And that's what I'm seeing more and more of. So a lot of the time, I think people are being um, being fooled into thinking that it's extraterrestrial when it's actually a reverse engineered, even even extraterrestrial being. So and also psychotronics, I don't discount holographic programs and psychotronic projection systems, everything else associated. I think these guys are up to no good. And the reason I say that is because I know, and you probably know this too with your psychic ability, I have an ability to create things and bring them into space-time. I'm sure you do too. And that means yeah. that you, it's like you open, up a, you open up a stargate, you open up a portal, whatever it is, and something can come in. Now, how many times have you seen people bring, have pictures, and it's not dust particles, but they're orbs, or there's intelligence to it, whatever it is, whether it's paranormal or something else. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. So we invite these. Um, we, we, they're part of our ancestry. And I find that if we, if we can confirm that what I'm talking about is actually part of that anomaly they're shooting down, they're in deep water. These guys are done. I'm telling you right now, as, by universal law, they're done. So let's hope that's not the case. Let's hope that it's some weird little whatever. Uh, but in my opinion, I smell rats everywhere with what they're doing right now. I think it's yeah, sanitization. They're, they're, they're looking very innocent, and I don't think they are. No, they've and, never been innocent. The Pentagon, the government, never been innocent. Never. No. And I'm sorry I sound jaded, but I've been on the inside of these programs, too. And that's where I come from when I get kind of an edge to me. I know what these oh, guys yeah. are capable of. I know how they work the operations and the systems and the technology. And I know how they went above and beyond to sanitize information, cases, and, and anything that can prove um, what we are, you know, our cosmic heritage, but also the, the anomalies that we are associated with. So I think that this is a strange event. And they're trying to build something out of it. And you can tell every two days there's something going on. Of course, my state hasn't been affected and yours hasn't been affected. So look at the target areas, too. That's very interesting, right? Montana, um, Michigan was over, I think, today. Yeah, they're mostly places with big military bases. Right. Yeah. 
I'm, su- I'm surprised well, you know, Virginia hasn't been hit. Well, I'm surprised, too, because that's a hot spot. If you look up towards yeah. the whole area, Maryland, Virginia, D.C., the Pentagon, any place where the Pentagon's located, that's a hard target right there. So, And I said this before. If they really want to wipe them out, believe me, they won't miss their target. Okay, They're not going to float a balloon. Uh, nobody does that. Nobody says, here I am. I'm just surveilling. If, you, if they're going to really go after you, they're going to hit you, and you're not going to see it coming. Sorry. That's how real warfare works. And that's how you can see what's happening here that sounds something's wrong with the scenery, right? At least it is where I look at it. Well, yeah, and, and you know, I don't think if indeed – see, this is what I, what I don't get. There's no point to anybody trying to take over the planet. The people trying to take over the planet are the people on the planet that are trying to do all this. It has nothing Correct. to do with – aliens coming in. If they wanted the planet, they would have mm-hmm. terraformed it long ago, wiped us all out, and done whatever they were going to do mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but if you see, so there's an eradication program going on right now, and, and it's done by by them, mankind. So that would bring an intercept, yeah. as I mentioned before, because we're, we're part of the visitors. We are descendants of the visitors, which means we're under attack. And so it's like you're on yeah. another planet, but your ancestors know you're under attack. They might intercept. They they might might intercept. I mean, it's not unheard of. So that could be something to look at down the timeline. That they don't want their ancestors wiped out. Yeah, I mean, anything can happen as far as I'm concerned. You know, I, I don't think well, these all, clowns factor everything in. With all the black ops that are out there and, you know, the Illuminati and the, fa- the three, family of 300 and all of those other <clears throat> groups that are working towards um a one-world order, a one-world government, a one-world religion. These are these are megalomaniacs. These are crazy people. These are mm-hmm. people that and and they've been doing this stuff for generations. This is their goal. Mm-hmm. This is their their purpose in life. They breed in order to have the family line continued, so that you know they can be in control of everything and. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not going to happen because I truly believe at some point in time um, the plates are going to shift again and we will have a one-world order because they will all shift back together again like Pangea. And we will be one, we'll all be smushed together. So at that point, there's no reason to have independent city-states. It, it's it's everybody should be working together for everybody else. So right, yeah, I agree with you on that one. I mean, at that time, and this is thousands of years in the future, probably. But but at that time, I can see one world government because because there will be one big island in the middle of oceans, and that'll be it. So mm-hmm. um, that all sounds like the flat Earth in a weird way, but. Um, well, yeah, I mean, realms. and well, um, far, as, yeah, far as land goes, for, it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, there's so much going but, on here. Go ahead. But I, I don't think one world order is going to happen or, or you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't understand politicians talking about, you know, how beautiful it's going to be, one people, one whatever. Um, we're being invaded. Does anybody realize that? We are being invaded from the north and the south. Yeah, basically it's a takeover. It's a hostile takeover. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Even the military is co-opted. But when you think about it, these guys have had their heyday. I mean, a lot of these people, like John Kerry, for example, 
he's had his heyday. I mean, he's had access to all kinds of stuff. And and what is what's it to him, you know, to, to watch collateral damage? I mean, that's the whole idea. The civilians are nothing. I mean, they're just basically they don't they don't treat them with any respect, and they're not civilians. That's the biggest problem. They mislabeled them. Uh, they should have never treated them like just you know second class citizens. They're star people, star beings, and, and I'm not talking just Native Americans. We are descendants of the visitors, and, and nobody has the right to control, manipulate, or dominate anybody else's space here. Uh, I don't know if they'll ever get to the level of neutral, positive communications. I think it's impossible for these people. They're so set in their ways, you know. But I find that intercepting and also, you know, take a look at remote viewing again, Barbara, because I've been doing some extra remote viewing and kind of scanning. I'm seeing some really weird stuff. Um, I've been seeing some strange around Antarctica. I saw some really weird around the moon. And I find that there's been some stuff with the Arctic, and I find, you know, even even some of the things we're talking about with all these anomalies coming in through those areas, it's almost like they're coming in from the from the north. But I'm telling you, something big is going down. And um, being being aware with your with your psychic eye, I think, is a really important thing right now. Well, Antarctica certainly, because that's that's some place I visit on a regular basis. There's mm-hmm. there, there's a storm gathering, and and I and I use the word storm because it it feels as though they're going to start really manipulating the weather, and yeah, you're right. That that's going to throw all of our crops off. It's going to cause it's going to cause famine like crazy, and um, it, it's going to wipe out small islands and. And when I come, when I say small islands, the one thing that is really fascinating that I don't think people have understood: the island of Japan. You know how um, you know how when you look at at, at um, the United the United States, and if you drill down, the we are in, in essence we are an island between two oceans, but. Our mm-hmm. foundation goes all the way down, miles and miles and miles. The foundation mm-hmm. of Japan looks like an upside-down mountain. And easily it can be um, destroyed so it would sink into the sea in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 I see Japan sinking into the sea because someone has destroyed its foundation. Wow, that's interesting. Is and that sounds uh, recent. I mean, is that something you see down the timeline soon? Yeah, I do. It's been probably a within the next yeah. ten, pro- probably within the next ten years. Because what's what's happening is it has no foundation, and when right. earthquakes hit there, it crumbles that pillar that is supporting it even more. It isn't like there's a, a huge pillar that has a good foundation on the earth on the. Uh, bottom of the ocean it doesn't it has it's like an upside down mountain that go you know it's like an it's like an ice cream cone and it goes down to a very fine point on the seabed so it, mm-hmm. it would take very little to sink to sink tokyo and japan right. the whole the whole island yeah i wouldn't be surprised so, i wouldn't be surprised at all they have talked about a lot of water um coming through like walls of water across the world. I don't think that's far off either. I think we're in for some interesting changes. The weather wars, I think, are a catalyst for something bigger. In other words, what they're trying to do to control, manipulate, and dominate, and weaponize 
is going to blow up on them, and then it's going to create a chain reaction of something they will not be able to control. Even if they're hiding underground or trying to break orbit, they're going to go down. They're going to be exterminated. I don't think they they, they look down timelines like we do. I don't think they're capable of it. I really don't. I know they brag about their, their abilities with their remote viewing departments and their military, but I'm telling you, I don't think these guys are very good. Because if they were, they wouldn't be doing half the stuff they're doing on the timeline. They just wouldn't be. Because you factor all this stuff in, you know. It's, it's part oh, yeah. of the equation. Well, look what the Bushes did. They bought that huge amount of um, space in South America. Mm-hmm. And it sits right, right on aquifer. top of the aquifer that is huge. Yep. And it's right near a right. military base as well. So <clears throat> mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's in case. They have warning, but I don't think there's going to be warning for the stuff that happens. No. You know, and unless they have an avatar regeneration chamber, they're screwed, okay? I know they think they're the best <laughs> and they're the immortals. They're nothing. And money buys everything. It buys power to control, manipulate it, buys cool toys. Look at Elon Musk. But in the end, everybody's going to have accountability. And you know what? I, I think that the big players are going to get, be the first ones to be taken down. I really do. I think they're, they're going to be, like, missing in action, and they're not going to be off-planet. So they should be careful well, how the, they're navigating this. Look what the Catholic Church is doing. They're trying to pull together the Catholic Church, the, Judas, the uh, Judaism, and Islam, and they've already got a center built in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, yes. They've got, the, okay. they're building a, a sanctuary that is to be, to house the unification of all three. Why can't it just be and universal? Why does it have to be just those three? Well, I think they're going to start that. with those three, and then they're going to absorb everything else. That's the plan. That's very interesting. That's very, very interesting. Well, that's where all the players are, too, if you think about all the money. That's where all the money is, mm-hmm. those particular groups and religions. So, yeah, but I would say universal means universal means every religion that takes a step up into spirituality and higher consciousness and you know, you don't have to play the game. Wow. Well, you know, yeah. Dubai is an amazing place. I haven't been there, but I've seen footage, and it's just phenomenal how they've created this Disneyland out there in the desert. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it amazing. you what unlimited you know, money can do. Magical. Yeah, it's like a genie's bottle. I mean, it's just like, yeah, the sky's no limit, really, with these guys. It's just very interesting to see. I don't know if I'd want to go out yeah. there, but I find it. It's kind of like Landau Calrissian. I see that, you know, in Star Wars. It just reminds me of that. Oh, yeah. in the clouds kind of place. But, yeah. But don't you think, you know, one huge tidal wave would, tsunami would probably oh, take sure. most of it out? What's I mean? And all those glass buildings, I, I have a thing with glass. It shatters. I don't like breakable objects, okay? I'm, I'm liking, I like that metal that doesn't break, the liquid metal type stuff. I, I can't stand things that break. And I find that you have beautiful buildings and beautiful things, and they're also fragile. When push comes to shove, these things do break, and the glass shatters. And that's why I always look at things. If you're going to build something, build it solid so that it's not going to be just trashed. That's just my own two cents. If I had the money, that's what I would look at, the things that don't break too easily. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good plan. No, I, I think mm-hmm. that, that I when I've seen some of the buildings that they're building, and certainly the sanctuary that they're building is huge, um, uh-huh. it, 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 it's it's bigger than the Temple Mount. It's bigger than the Vatican. It's huge. And um, Very interesting. Sort of, it, there's so much going on that we don't know about, but, but it's going on right under our noses. I mean, the construction of this, right. this 
building in uh, Dubai, I mean, you got to notice it's going up. Right. Um, I'll have to look that up, Barbara. I haven't done any research on it. Yeah, it's huge. And it's it's probably their goal is just that's where that um, home whatever will be, you know, as opposed to Rome and the Catholic Church and, you know, uh, right. the rest of it. it it's uh, But you have Rome for religion. You have um, Bank of England for monetary stuff. And the U.S. used to be for uh, the military. Uh, right. But we... You know, we've given most of all of our stuff away. I just, there's no way we could go to war anywhere because we don't have any armament anymore. How clever to get us to give it away. Right, exactly. Well, they do have the aerial warfare. I mean, they have drones and they have electronic warfare. Like the S-4 locations, all those area, you know, 51 sites, that's all psychological operations. I mean, that's all psychotronics and, and warfare. If you ask me, it's all technological AI warfare. So I think that, yeah, that's that's the weapon of choice for these guys these days. And, you know, these, these planes that fly around, I don't even think they're necessary anymore, to be honest. But it seems like everything's being consolidated, like a big corporation. And, you know, to see the Vatican kind of go flatline, I think that's interesting because how many centuries have they been persecuting people? Now all of a sudden they're being merged with something else after they fought so hard to defend their position. And now it's blended into everything else. It's just so interesting. Well, so interesting. well I think what... What offended me was that they helped all the all the Germans get out of Germany. Of course, well, so did we. Were, I mean, we took all the Nazis. That's why we have NASA and CIA. Oh, yeah. I and mean, it's the only reason well, we yeah, have, but, had a space program. <laughs> like, this is true, but but mm-hmm. and, and the reality is, our spaceships are a joke. They um, are a joke. Even the black sciences aren't that great. Well, it's all mind games. It's all cyborg. Every bit of it is in your head. It's, and it's, I don't mean it as in you're just in a fantasy land. I mean, they interconnect you to, into programs that create delusions. And I think a lot of the astronauts had that interface. I think a lot of them went through things that weren't necessarily real time, like real events off planet, but literally brainwashed them into believing they were. And I know how those game boards can work, so it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. Although we do have technology to interface and, and do things wonderfully off planet. It's just that I think that these guys just want to play games and uh, after a while, nobody wants to play the game. Nobody wants to sit here on this chessboard and play anymore. I don't. Well, there's a lot of us that don't want to play. And, and you know, the thing is, what bothers me is they're hiding so much from the general public. Oh, this yeah. is not, it's you, know, you know, I I kind of say often, you know, this is not the land of the free and the home of the brave anymore. Mm-hmm. True. It just isn't. No, it's not. No. I think it got really bad. I don't know when it got bad, Barbara. Maybe you do. It seems like um, after Kennedy, they always say that was a benchmark. But I, I'm not sure. It seemed like the past 20 years, it's it's gone to hell in the handbasket. I think that's when they just got out of control with artificial intelligence and some of their other stuff. But, yeah, it has it has gotten very, very strange. Well, I think Eisenhower warned us all about it. And yeah, the military-industrial complex. That's the breakaway. That's yeah. the breakaway shadow-cloaked advanced technologies, reverse-engineered technologies department. It's like it's like another place where you heal your body simultaneously. You're immortal for a thousand years. I mean, you have uh, free energy, zero-point energies. Everything that we, we are trying to get here is what they already have on the same terraform rock called Earth. That's what cracks me up. 
They've been living here all along with a better world and under our noses, and nobody knows the better. And this has been going on before you and I were even birthed in the illusion of this world. It's so sad. It really is. It's, a, it's such a disservice. Look at all the lives that have been lied to. They live here. They die here. They'll never know the better when they leave. That's a huge war crime to me. I mean, that's the worst crime you could do to somebody is to deceive them through their entire life. That's a horrible thing well, to do to someone. True. Well, it is. I think and it is. It changes your philosophy as to, you know, what's the spiritual purpose and, you know, is there Correct. one? Because they are not spiritual. No, there's nothing connected to source with them. They don't have any connection to off-world celestial designs or blueprints. They're what I call indigenous entity controlled and empty. And the only time they have any type of fulfillment is when they're interconnected with electronic command programs, which is like a synthetic god. That's not creator source. That's just a program. And I get it. I've been interfaced with technology too. But it's still, if there's an emptiness here on this world of these people. And it's kind of like, okay, you can live like that. Live and let live. But don't shut everybody else down. Don't shoot our, our celestial spheres down or whatever is out there in orbit. The military is like, oh, they're hostile. They're in our airspace. They don't know that. They, they're programmed to respond like that. They don't know that. I'm sorry. They don't. So. And you do wonder, you know, how, how after death, you know, the spirit certainly withdraws and the spirit then is able to have access to everything and realize what the school was like and and right. what it went through. And uh, you just, um, it feels like the earth isn't destined to be, is not destined to be populated. It's destined to be a way station. Yeah, I call it a station. It's in my book, One Million Miles to Midnight. You know, I, I don't know if you remember Al Bielik talking about the future when he looked into the timelines and he saw the future world. And he saw mm-hmm. what was um, no military, a very small population, all all run by artificial intelligence on this world, so to speak. And I, I don't know, it always stuck with me. It always kind of haunted me because I see it like that too sometimes. I think if anything survives, it's not going to be organic. It's going to be a very small group of people that live efficiently with artificial intelligence running the show, but not controlled by it like mind control. Just Just everything's automated in a very simplistic way. So we'll see what, what, you know, the universe has in store. But I think they're on a really bad track right now. I really do. I think I think there's recklessness everywhere. And that's probably why we don't sleep, because I don't. I don't sleep much. No, it's just, it's, it's, it's bizarre. I was telling somebody the other day, I put my head on that pillow, close my eyes, and suddenly I'm wide awake and my brain is going tough speed. And wow. it's like, oh, for heaven's sakes, you know, I was a little tired, but now I'm wide awake. And <laughs> it's, it's yeah. to the point where I actually do get up and work. I, you know, it's sort of like, yeah, I, good. You, you know, you, there's no choice. And it's, well, that's it's, you're productive you know, with it. Well, there's no choice. I mean, you right. can toss and turn for five or six hours, but... Um, you know, usually I wake the cats up and then they want to be fed, which is, you know, totally oh, yeah. the purpose of, of good night time. So. Yeah, that's like my cats, 3 a.m. and they're wanting food. I'm like, no, this isn't happening, not at this hour. I'll freeze them in the yeah. kitchen stalking it, me. Isn't, isn't that funny how, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, I, I, have, I only have cats, so I don't know if other animals are going through the same type of a an experience or a ritual because, you know, it just it feels to me as though there's a shift here of some sort, and, and it's an energetic yes. shift. And, uh, I mean, it, it's very exciting. I'm excited by it. Uh, but well, but it's good. a shift. It's a shift nonetheless, and and you kind of wonder, okay, if people don't have sensitivities, if they don't have understanding of synchronicities and all of that stuff, if they don't, you know, if, if they are not spiritually inclined other than church once a week, um, how do they handle it? Right, they probably take meds. They probably just take stuff to help them sleep. They're lulled, if you ask me. Huh. I think a lot of people are. I don't take anything, you know. I, I never took drugs or alcohol. And I don't take stuff to help me sleep. And I don't know. You know, I think that there's um, just a different brain chemistry with a lot of us. It could be. But, it's definitely could be because... but here, you know, I have too much air traffic to really rest at my house. And like I said, I sleep with the EMF shielding all the time over my body like a mummy. Because I can't stand the air traffic and these fr- and these planes coming over my house, um, they're just too nefarious. You know, There's too much weird going on with is that, that. Is that new for you? No, it started over a year and a half ago. I think I might have mentioned it on the show before, but yeah, this has been going on and on. And, and like I said, I got hit with radar twice. I think I might have mentioned this, or maybe I never did. I mentioned it on my show, but uh, about a year and a half ago, I got hit twice when I was walking my dog Lex. And the first time they hit me with a radar, it's like I got blasted and disoriented. I literally almost crawled in the house, and I was out of commission for a week with vertigo. I don't know how that affected my dog, but I know I was I was not functional. I couldn't even drive my car, and I knew I got hit with a weapon system. That was the first time. The second time um, happened about several months later, and it wasn't as severe as vertigo, but it was the same kind of thing. And I realized that this is part of their radar system. And, and then they started the airplanes running over my house, right? Then they needed air traffic and the signals and the pinging. And then it was running interference against the tech that I have built into my body. So I used to call and complain to the FAA and say, hey, you know, um, you guys need to get your air traffic over my, away from my house. And I said, it's literally making me ill. Of course, I didn't go into the details of why. But nonetheless, I mean, this has been going on. That's why when I started seeing what they're doing with their radar-enhancing uh, programs that are connected to what they're doing right now in the military, I'm like, oh, you SOBs. Because that's what they've been doing to me for over a year now. So this isn't a game they're playing. I mean, these guys are hostile. They, they consider us hostile, but they're the hostile aggressive and aggressive. Now, so. well, now they said that that you know we've always had these balloons going over us and everything. I don't remember ever any notice of you know that before. Mm-mm. Is it that that um, we must have noticed them, but we didn't do anything about them? So why are we suddenly shooting them down? Exactly. Why is it all all of a sudden a problem? Yeah, you have to look at it. Yeah, very, very interesting. There's something going on here, and it's priming the atmosphere for something else, if you ask me. I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. I, I just don't. I find that um, they're envious, they're jealous of anybody who has access to information besides their department, and they're very vicious people as far as I'm concerned. I never have anything nice to say about them. I'm sorry. I really don't. I've done my own assessment on this department. I hate them. <laughs> I don't like them. So, you know, it proved me wrong. I hope I hope they can someday. But where I've been after 18 to 20 years of what I know about that technology, they, they've proven, um, they've confirmed everything I, I feel about them. So it's a very interesting well, breed you, of people if, that work in those areas. If you, if you look at 
what's happening with just ordinary citizens who had guns and were protecting their home, and they were arrested and they're in jail. And yet there are people with drugs and, and guns on the streets. The fact that fentanyl is so easily acquired and is killing so many people, why would people take fentanyl? Don't we? It could kill Uh them. It doesn't make any sense unless they're just on a suicide run. Maybe they just don't want to live anymore. I think a lot of people have given up and they've lost hope. I I really do. I think that when you get that destitute and strung out, you probably just don't care. And it's sad. It really is. It shouldn't be going on this way. You know, it's just unfortunate that they've allowed this condition to happen in America and any other country, but it's off the rails. I mean, and that stuff will make you super sick. I mean, as far as I know, there's all kinds of stuff that police have to carry with them to make sure that they don't uh, have any side effects connected to all that and, you know, yeah. it's just not good. I mean, that's what I mean. But what's happened to this country? Why is it okay to have this kind of crap over our border? You know, it just doesn't make any sense. People are ODing nonstop. That's another well, problem we have talk- in America. Poverty, homelessness. You know how many people are living in their vans, Barbara? I, I follow this a lot on YouTube. And some of them are happy about it. You know, they're little nomads and they're travelers. And other people are like, man, that's all I have. And they live in their vans because they cannot afford rent. They cannot afford to have a life in a home anymore. This is terrible. This is America. And, and yet you see these people, these fat cats in D.C., playing their game. You know, why don't they have a, the, their finger on the pulse of what's really happening here? And they don't. Well, I think not at all. What really, what really, really bothers me is that they are more concerned about people who are coming into our country illegally and where they're living and not doing anything about the homeless that are here that are American right. citizens. Exactly. Now that's, there's, yeah. there's something very wrong there. And the military, the, the retired military, uh-huh. they aren't taking care of them either. And, and so it's Mm-mm. sort of like, you know, how can you, how can you justify what you're doing when there are so many people that are citizens here that that are suffering to the degree that they're suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it, it 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 doesn't make sense to me. I mean, if we if we had a great deal of abundance and everybody had a home and everybody had food and clothing and shelter and we had excess, then absolutely share it with the world. But but my goodness, um, they're they're putting all of us that I mean. I'm a single person, and I don't, I don't eat, you know, um, gourmet. I am paying seven hundred dollars a month for food. Oh, that's outrageous. Well, I can I can understand that because every time I go to the grocery store, it's three hundred bucks a pop, and I don't buy anything. I mean, I, I'm like, what did I buy? So I understand. Yeah, yeah so, and a lot of people are know, on food stamps right now, but. You know, that's another thing. Some some need to be on food stamps and some don't. Some are just milking the system, so that's another thing. I saw a lady in line with groceries. Her cart, her, She had two carts, and they were both full. And she was, she was um, wearing a mink coat. She had diamonds on all, all fingers. And when they got done checking her out, she pulled out the food stamps. 
Isn't that disgusting? I'm sorry. Why isn't somebody doing some sort of investigation on that? It's okay if they're poor and they need it, but people like that who don't need it and they're milking the system, I have a real problem with that. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and you know, with these um, these grants that they made to businesses, um, they didn't even know where the money went, and so many people got the money and and didn't use it for what it was supposed to be used for. Right. And th- there was yeah. they didn't check up on it or anything like that. They just you know thousands and thousands of dollars and and it went I for know. cars and and homes and all sorts of things where it was supposed to be to pay their their employees so that their employees could keep working. I Uh mean... Isn't that crazy? It's stupid corruption. And why why did they just do that? All you had to do was, you know, say you were a business and they'd give you as much money as you asked for. I never got I mean, any money. I, I got nothing from that shutdown. I'm bummed out, actually. And actually, they owe me restitution for the crap I've been through in 2004. I'll never see any money. But isn't that interesting that these people do? And I've seen that. I saw a lot of people going after loans um, after the shutdown. I never figured that out. I'm like, what do you do? What do you? Why do you need a loan for? What is it about? And yeah, I think it's a lot of scamming. And, and apparently, they don't care in D.C., you know? So unless you're some sort of a conservative American who loves your country and then you're on a list, and then you don't get anything, and you get attacked. So. Yeah, well, I mean, I I, I heard a report, and, and whoever was interviewing the person said, well, are you going after the money? And they said, we have no way of knowing where it went. Well, and they it's don't like anything. They're so incompetent. My God, they're so incompetent. How can they not know? Well, and <clears throat> I don't know, but, you know, I, I got, you know, the $2,000 thing. But I had to declare that as income. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a gift. They don't give you anything. No. Actually, the Treasury Department owes owes everybody, if you ask me. I think that they should start forking over some cash for all the stuff that everybody's had to go through. You know, uh, honestly, it's just the ripoff has to end somewhere. Well, are, are you aware of who we owe the national debt to? Well, I know we know we owe everybody, don't we? At this point, is it just China or who? No, it's us. We owe it to ourselves. Oh yeah, well that makes sense. Yeah, it's not a I'd not say, a foreign country. Why we could forgive it and start from scratch? Well, I think that we should do that actually, and I think everybody should start off being a billionaire. I think everybody <laughs> should be rich. I don't believe anybody should be poor. And if they want to do that, everybody gets a fair share of a lot of money to have a beautiful whatever they want. And let's let's just work it on that level. That's what I would do. Why not? Well, you know, I you know what the, the, the problem money. is though. The problem mm-hmm. is that there are <clears throat> people out there who will cheat. Yeah, and that's true. You you haven't you have enough. I mean, I <clears throat> I once said to somebody, laws are wonderful. And if people are law-abiding, it's great. It, it keeps everything running well. Unfortunately, not everyone is law-abiding. And That's they do yeah. whatever they can to cheat. And the cheaters right. make it harder on those that are trying to be valid. And, and Well, that's truthful. true. That's like our and system. It's yeah. Right. It's a lawless system, though. You look at our, for example, our whole judicial system, it's, it's lawless. 
It's laws out of lawlessness. And that right now, there's so many laws on the books, they don't even have any value. And it's criminal. Everything is, everybody's so criminal in those systems, you can't even go with them anymore. This is what I mean by you have to scrub the whole thing. So, yeah, and unfortunately, it ruined it for everybody else who was trying to abide by a law of some kind. But it doesn't matter how good you are and how, what a good person and citizen or whatever you want to be. They'll find a reason. If they're corrupt enough, they'll find a reason to take you down. And, and this is what we've come to here in America. So at this point, why even have a system if it's that corrupt? Why, just, why not just implode it and reset it and say, okay, we're done with this. It didn't work. It worked for a while, but then it got you corrupted. It's a disease. It's a cancer. It has to go. And just be acknowledging that, you know, that this is the way it is. And I think that at some point that's going to have to happen. Or, you're, you know, you're seeing chaos in motion anyway right now, as far as, as, far as I can tell. I think that I, I, for whatever well, reason, I, I think the military thinks they're running the country even more so than they've ever thought. So that's, that's I think, very I, concerning. I think the Constitution was written, so and it basically said, if this doesn't work, you know, do something else. And, right. and the problem is you have people in Congress and the Senate who vote themselves raises and you know if you serve so many terms you get your salary for life and who can afford nice. that that was not the way the Congress. system was that's not the way the system was supposed to work no. they were supposed to, you you have term you had they had originally term limits but no more and and now you've got people there who are in their late 70s 80s and maybe even older and, and you know, frankly, they aren't sharp enough. It isn't that they aren't good people, but they aren't sharp enough to understand what's going on. And they're just no. in there because they can be in there and they have a job for life, you know, if people will reelect them and stuff. But, well, you know, Pelosi's it's, gone. It's That's a good of... sign. Finally. <laughs> no, she's still there. She's just not speaking. Well isn't, well, isn't it nice, though, not to have to look at her every day with her mouth and her slurred BS, and I'm happy that she's well, not constantly in the limelight. So, Well, <laughs> you know, she's, she's probably happy, too. Um, well, she's made a lot of money. She, I'll tell you what, man. You know, she's got a lot of bucks now being in that, you know, that position there in, in the corporate government. So, but yeah, we could do with a reconstruction right now. Well, I think she had a lot of uh, tax advice from her husband, and uh, they did well. Sure. Well, yeah, he also had his own weird going on. So they're dysfunctional people. I mean, my goodness. It's so sad to see people like that that are so dysfunctional with their own lives trying to tell everybody else how to live. It's kind of like, really? Well, have you looked in the mirror? Have you, <laughs> you know, but, crazy. But, you know, this is this is what I don't understand. It's it's now common knowledge that that the FBI and the CIA have corruption there. And yet nobody's mm-hmm. doing yeah. anything. So, nope. so, all right. So now it's out in the open. You know, we're crooked, and uh, it, it, it's, it's sort of like how how far down do you have to cut it to get to the people who are honest? Well, I think that and, there's no honesty. I think it's a cancer. I don't think you're ever going to find honesty there. Maybe a little fractal here and there, but no, this is this is a disease, as far as I can tell. It's never so going to get any better. You, it's just going to keep. So, it's an infestation. So, so it. I know Sylvia Brown. Um, you're familiar with her? Yeah, I remember her. Mm-hmm. Psychic. Um, 
In the 50s or 60s, maybe 70s, she wrote a book with predictions for the future. And one of them was that somebody elected after 2016, um, the president, how did she put it? The president would um, die of a heart attack. The vice president would be assassinated and the Speaker of the House would have to pull us back from the brink of war. Hmm. Now, she also predicted that the government would fall and be um, reconstructed as more of a committee than a person at the head and stuff like that. It would be more of a committee. So... Hmm. um, And, you know, at the time that she wrote it, you know, I thought, oh, this is silly. You know, this could never happen. Now I'm looking Mm -hmm. at it and saying, you know, that would be better to have a committee running the country rather than, I I mean, the president is not, I I mean, theoretically he's got power, but but I don't think he does. He's not running the country. It's it's the House and the Senate, you know. I mean... Well, the, the, com- other, the yeah, other- committees, I think you have to make sure who who's on that committee. That's the problem, because we've had committees, and they're witch hunts, you know. You know like well, the committee have for to the be. January 6th thing is an example. Well, there, there was a series a number of years ago called Soul Survivor. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a great series. And so the Soul Survivor, and it's a, it's a real title, uh, when the president gives the uh, the um, the, um, the the speech he just gave the the status of the nation. Um, oh, state of the nation, yeah. Yeah, the, the the state of the state of the. Anyhow, when he gives that speech, present there are all the military leaders, all of his cabinet, and um, the Supreme Court justices, and of course the 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 Congress and the Senate, and only one person in the cabinet does not turn up and they call him the sole survivor because if something happened hmm. at the Capitol, he would become the president, State of the Union. Oh, right, yeah. And, and this series, it, it had three seasons, and the whole premise was he, the guy who, who was the sole survivor, he was going to quit anyhow. He was a very low on the on the totem pole part of the of the um of the uh blah, blah, blah. here I'm drawing a blank of the president's um cabinet. He was the he was the one mm-hmm. that was chosen because he, he he was the least important. And he's standing on the fo- uh looking at the Capitol talking to his wife on the phone and the Capitol building explodes. Oh wow and, Everybody is killed, and he has to put the government back together. It is well, a great series. It's a good. Uh, it it was um, the line of succession. Yeah, and and so he he was he ended up being the one that had to be um, sworn in as president and take control. Uh-huh. And and the the whole series, the all three seasons, are his struggle with. Um, Making the government solid again. So, wow, that doesn't sound good. 
No, I mean, I, I don't want to blow up the Capitol. It would cost a fortune to rebuild it. But um, <laughs> but it, it was, and I've often I've often thought that a lot of the television shows were were basically setting us up for what what might come in the future. So um, yep. I mean, I'm not I'm not think I'm not saying that the Capitol is, is going to be blown up, but I am saying that the the system of government that is currently um, ru- ruling um, doesn't seem to me doesn't feel to me as though it is taking the the citizens of the United States into consideration. Right. Oh no. When everybody's collateral damage. Yeah. Yeah, when 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 millions, hundreds of thousands of people can flood over our borders into into towns and and neighborhoods that you know are are legal citizens and you know people who are on 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 the list of of people that should not be coming in, you know, are coming in that way and I mean the cartels are, are, are sending shipments of, of drugs across the border. There is no border right. anymore. No, it's been uh, compromised. And that's what I mean by that was the biggest national security problem we had right there was putting the American people in harm's way and, and knowingly and willingly doing it. And they did. And then they tried to cover their tracks. I mean, you know, for years this has been going on. It's out of control right now. And they know it and they don't seem to care. And now the balloon thing is just another sideshow. So... Yeah, that's a real interesting thing to watch, but I don't like being in the line of fire, and I find that that's what's happening with the American people right now. We're we're really in a very bad area because we have aerial warfare over our heads. We've got all kinds of uh, militarized and weaponized weapon systems uh, doing all kinds of assessments on people, whether people even know it or not. You know, there's algorithms running on the Internet to sanitize people's information. I mean, it's just out of control. So well, what it, about, it's just getting now, pretty bizarre. Now I've never looked at TikTok, but I've heard about it, and uh-huh. they feel that that the Chinese are gathering information through that. I mean, I I don't I don't think we should be paranoid, but I think we should be aware. And well, TikTok's nothing because they can access your computers remotely. Everything was made in China. Nobody thinks twice about their iPhones. How there's a backdoor access, you know. You get it oh, manufactured yeah. as a phone from there. I mean, we have all kinds of stuff. They've always had access, and in my opinion, I think they've always been shaking hands under the table with the United States, so I don't think there are any secrets, you know. And, and what's there? I mean, a bunch of stupid kids, you know. What are they going to data mine, really? There's nothing intelligent about TikTok, if you ask me. Not in America, anyway. It's just stupid. Once in a while, you get somebody intelligent, but no. And I don't watch it. So. But, I, but I think the kids are being um, brainwashed. Oh yeah, and when, oh, they're terrible. And when you look, yeah, and when when you look, now, I'm an ex-school teacher, and when I look at at what's being taught and how it's being taught, I'm horrified. Well, I mean, sure. what, what they're what they're teaching our kids in school, and all of this stuff about transgender stuff and stuff like that. Holy moly! Um, I know. Confusion. This, this, this should not be happening. No, it's anything to create scattered, scattered behavioral patterns and confusion, not knowing thyself, you know, confused identity, all that stuff. It's all, it's all psychological operations, if you ask me. 
you know, it's just it's unnecessary. It's it's an imprint that they're using to control, manipulate, and run a narrative with, as far as I can tell. And and the people that are doing that, I mean, there's a small majority of people that do trans, I guess, change their sex, but I don't think it's a big majority of people that do that. So once again, it's been blown up and out of proportion. And and now it's just ridiculous. And who cares? I mean, if you want to live your life a certain way and you want to get yourself changed, well, do it when you're 21. But these kids uh, yeah. need to have some kind of a life and then make their own choices, just like getting a tattoo when they're older, right? Or having beer or something or joining the military. I think there should be some kind of an etiquette in association with age and making weird decisions, you know? So right now it's trendy, and that's very concerning to me. It's like the National Enquirer. It's trendy right now to be part of that community. It's not going to be trendy about two years from now. Actually, it's not going to be trendy at all. So people should be careful what the trends are. Uh, that doesn't stay. It's, it's it's used as an agenda right now. And it's working great. Unfortunate. <laughs> really is. It is. But yeah, it's very. It's like you know, it's, it's like Jerry Springer. Each week, it gets crazier by the minute. Yeah, I I just uh, you know, television and movies and they aren't even entertaining anymore. It's it's kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's you're you're looking at propaganda, and even the yep, the I news stations, so. yeah. the the news stations have me just blown away. Um, mm-hmm. I just all I all I can think of is, do these people know what they're saying, or are they just reading a script? And and I they're think that's something that. <laughs> Yeah, most people have to understand that that um, news stations used to actually have news reporters, um, right? People that actually check their stories. That that uh, and, and even the newspapers are, are crazy. I I thought the newspapers used to have to, in order to print a story, they had to have three unrelated um, supports of whatever story they were writing. And mm-hmm. you know, in, if they if they didn't have those three different sources, they couldn't publish the story. And now, they they don't need anything. They can just make it up and they print right. it. Yeah, it's exactly. scary. I think that yeah, I think Obama signed a law connected to that where they could literally use propaganda and lies in the media. I think that's what happened. I can't remember what it was called, but if I'm not mistaken, there was something to that effect and. That's why they started with this full-on lies and deception, and, and they don't care. They're getting a good paycheck. You know, they don't care. This information, you know, it's just lying is their way. And, and lying to me is like, no, that's why I don't trust anything I hear or listen to unless I do some sort of research on that, and especially coming from people in the Defense Department. There's no way I trust Pinocchio over there. So, yeah, it's pretty weird. Well, you know, I... I I'm very aware that there are groups that want to take over the world. And I never thought that the U.S. was one of them. But I'm well, beginning to think I always that, did. You know? Well, you know, I always well, I thought greedy. That, you know, I thought, and I've said this often, it used to be you, you had the guys that wore the white hats and the guys that wore the black hats, Right. Um, mm-hmm. Now everybody has a gray hat. Yep, one shade of gray. Yep, and, that's no good. And, it's a gray world. And, and and it's sort of like, 
everybody is out, you know, for themselves to be the strongest, the bravest, the most powerful. And and then you have the little countries that that are being swept under the table. And one of the things that I, I think I, I reported when I did the um, forecast for this year was that not only countries but states were going to change their borders. And mm-hmm. um, definitely seeing that with Ukraine. And, you know, oh, yeah. I, I don't know... I don't know what's going to go on here in in the U.S., but I have a feeling that, you know, some states are going to be blended together and some states are going to be broken apart. California, I think, is going to get mm-hmm. divided in two. Yeah, it seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I see that, for sure. Whatever's left of it. I mean, when, when you think about, mm-hmm. you know, those cities that were shining examples of whatever... I mean, you had San Francisco, you had Los Angeles, you had New York, and I mean, my granddaughter is looking at colleges, and I flipped out when they said she was looking at NYU. Um, mm-hmm. And while the school may be perfect for what she wants to get into, the environment is nowhere where I want my granddaughter. And no, the other I one she was. <laughs> The other one she was looking at was um, USC, and that's right in um, Los Angeles. And I don't want her there either. I'd I'd like to put her in a box until she's 30, actually. (laughs) It's too bad that these areas have gone to hell in a handbasket. That's really what it boils down to. Even San Francisco used to be a nice place, and now it's just a cesspool. Then you have rich people, and you have people in poverty and drug addicts and... In New York City, the crime is off the rails. Well, it's it's That's it's no not as bad as as Chicago, but it's right. it will be sooner or later. And you know, you just, I mean, I used to live outside of New York City, and I would go into the city often. And while uh-huh. it was while while it was very crowded and lots of tourists and everything. Um, my mother always said, you know, pin a $10 bill or a $20 bill to your undershirt or whatever, just in case somebody steals your purse or whatever. And um, right. And now it's, you know, carry something, carry mace, carry something. Oh, yeah. A bat. Um, <laughs> or worse. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely, it's, uh, it's like, it's, it's aggressive. It's yeah, scary. They're hostile. Yeah, people have to be and, really um, aware. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know I I I don't know if if tourism is picked up or or what in New York City, but I I know in California, it's frightening. And um, when I used to see the people on the street, you know, I'll work for money, please give me food, all of that stuff. Um, I'm seeing it here in Nashville. Um, wow. I'm seeing people, I'm seeing, you know, the, the, some are veterans and some are just poor people, but they're, they're, they park themselves at the big intersections and, you know, ask for money. They're not as bad as the window windshield wiper people, but, but they stand there and they wave at you and they hold a sign that, you know, I'm hungry, please help me eat. And, you know, it's, it's, you feel awful. 
and you don't know if you give them money if they're going to actually buy food. Wow, that's too bad. So I guess that's getting getting kind of gnarly over there too, then, huh? Yeah, it's it's definitely here. Um, and and if you were going to be homeless, this is not a bad place to be. The weather is usually quite nice. So, oh yeah. Um, you know, well, I mean, if, we 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 had a week of a cold snap, but that was it. Now it's like fifty degrees. You know, and and oh wow, it's oh yeah, no, it's 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 delightful. But well, you know, you, you just you look at um, Greenwich, Connecticut. Um, there was there's an island there, and uh, you have to be you have to have a card to get onto the private island that has beaches and stuff on it. And it's a very small island, lots of beaches. And uh-huh. I was very I I was visiting there with a friend one day, and I noticed that there was a back lady there, and I. You know, I said, gee, I wonder how she got in with her shopping cart, <laughs> you know. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, she was picked up by a limousine. And really? it was like, wow. oh, my goodness, even the bag lady has a limousine, you know. That just blows me away. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. It's, you never you never know. You never know. I, oh, I, goodness, I guess it's a good living, huh? They're making money. I guess getting no. donations. Or she's so wow. rich that you know she can do anything she likes, and so she goes around and collects cans and bottles and stuff like that. And and you know what's the world coming to? I mean, I used to forty years ago, fifty years ago, I used to say I was probably at the low end of the middle class, and there isn't mm-hmm. a middle class anymore. You know, but- I'm. And the lower class, along with everybody else, middle class yeah, is gone. Yeah, too bad. I, I know it's true. I, I, everybody I know is like that. Um, people work and they they just don't live well. Americans are not living well at all. It's unfortunate. How how out of touch DC is about what's really happening here. They really are. Well, yeah, if, it, if indeed, if indeed there are aliens. Non-terrestrial, but we're non-terrestrial, so I don't know how to. I don't know how to really. I mean, we were born here, so I guess we're terrestrial. Uh, non-terrestrial well, so entities here. Uh-huh. I mean, where where are they? Are they hiding underground and just? So well, are they? Are remember, they? Well, they could be past Antarctica and, and in other space time. I mean, there are other life forms here, I, I guarantee you that much. And, and also, you know, I've talked about that before, but entering onto a timeline, just because we, we are in biosuits here doesn't mean we're from here. And I think that's a huge deal. And that's something I've acknowledged, you know, that we are not from here, but we do enter onto timelines and incarnate here and enter into suits here and, and walk the timeline. And I think that's what we're, I guess they call them travelers or walkers, but definitely we're here. So we are them and they are us. And and whatever else is coming in is part of us too. So that's why I see it anyway. I think they are quite visible, and that's why they're using infrared. By the way, they're using all kinds of special lenses to detect to detect uh, certain anomalies right now. I don't think that's an accident. That's like uh, um, night vision, you know. Yeah, I I have had um, lately, probably the last two weeks, um, what it feels like. 
a fold over with another timeline that is I, I believe that, that there are multiple timelines that go on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I have I have caught signs of what could be me in a in another timeline in another element and it was really funny because it happened earlier this evening and as I was coming through a door I felt that wave of hmm. a little bit of vertigo and I looked down and I saw one of my cats going through the door and then she wasn't there and I wow. and I wondered you know did I did I see another timeline of me here in the here and now, but the cat wasn't there. And oh, that's interesting. I blinked, and the cat's back. And, you know, I, oh, I will wow. guarantee you I am in full control of all of my faculties. But oh, I'm sure. I, no. stood, I, I stood there, and I looked at her, and I said, did I just see another timeline where you don't exist? Oh really? <laughs> folding time, and I—that's happened a number of times. Okay. And I'm wondering if there is some sort of um, disturbance in the force, <laughs> for want of a yeah, better I think word. So. I think, yeah, I think you're right. And also, it's your multidimensional body, so it could be you know different bands and dimensions, you know, getting closer in proximity and resonance and frequency. To a point where they're harmonizing uh-huh. better, so that it's more accessible to have that kind of awareness when you have a bleed through. You know, they're 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 really kind of um, I want to say close proximity in vibration. So yeah, highly possible. I've I've had people tell me things like that recently as well. Not with the cats and everything walking through walls, but the idea behind um, seeing all kinds of different anomalies, close proximity, whether it's spirits or in other people from other timelines. And I think I've already mentioned to you, too, I've seen, um, when I've closed my eyes before, I've seen some interesting things of people I don't recognize, but a lot of things coming in that are, it tells me that different realms are getting close proximity, and there's some weaponization with that, too. So, yeah, I think that there's all kinds of uh, interesting stuff happening here. That's pretty cool, though, Could Barbara. Be. Well, it, it's, you know, I, I looked at Poof, and Poof looked at me like, you're crazy, and, you know. We, we, oh, that's the name of your cat, Poof? That's so adorable. Poof. Is that his name? <laughs> that's that's, that's her name, name? Pete. Pete. Oh. Poof and Pete. That's, that yes, Poof, is, Poof is charming. She thinks she's human. She eats human food whenever she gets a chance, and she'll eat right through cellophane to get to it. Oh, wow. That's so funny. I love the name, though. That's adorable. Well, it's kind of like she's she is the shyest of the two. You know, Pete will hang out and, and get stroked, but no. Poof sees you, and poof, she's gone. So, um, oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this cat, I baked Christmas cookies with powdered sugar on them, and I had them in uh-huh. cooling. And um, I don't know, did laundry or something. It came back, and and a whole bunch of them were crumbled up and and eaten. And I looked around, and here's (laughs) Poof is black. And Poof was sitting Mm -hmm. there with powdered sugar all over her face. Looking at me like, I did not do a thing. Oh, that's hysterical. She will eat anything. She likes tomatoes. Oh, that's too cute. 
tomatoes. Are they yeah. toxic for cats? Maybe not. I know they are for dogs. Oh, she 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 will she will she'll bite holes if there are three of them out to get, you know, riper. She'll take bites out of all three. Uh-huh. Oh wow! Um, so I had funny. a group over and I had brie cheese that was on the counter in cellophane, coming to room temperature. And when I went to plate it, there was a huge hole in it, right through the plastic, <laughs> all the way down into the oh, center of the brie. And I and I looked at the thing and I said, twenty four dollars. I unwrapped it all the way and put it upside down on the plate and served it. Oh it wow! Too expensive. <laughs> too expensive. Oh, Everybody, you know, nobody nobody knew and they all ate around it. But you know, it was kind of like that's too much money <laughs> to let go like that. <laughs> but right, but well, yeah, as long no, it wasn't and, poisoned, you're good. Nah, no, no. I I find that the cats. Um, are staring at there are a lot of shadows that that walk through here uh-huh. not ghosts but shadows and it mm-hmm. feels like as you know past history stuff and the cats will watch somebody or something walk across the room and you know it doesn't spook me out it doesn't scare me at all but you know uh-huh. it's kind of like nice to know we have company but but mm-hmm. that kind of energy is picking up there's a lot of stuff going on, and I don't know. And somebody, somebody made a comment the other day that uh, while the Earth always wobbles, you know, the the axis of the Earth wobbles. Um, in the last two weeks, the the center of the Earth has stopped wobbling. Right, I and heard I that think, too. Huh. I've heard something to that effect too. I heard that in news, yeah, in the news. So that, so that, yeah, so so that, so that whatever energetic comes from the wobbling of the earth was in disturbance or even non-existent for at least a couple of weeks, and I think that's part of what what has been going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, How possible? and a lot, and a lot of the Native Indians, um, first people, whatever they're called now, um, the the medicine people have been speaking about how the the earth, the the stars, are are off. They're wobbling. There there's a, a wobbling that's going on in the in the heavens. So I'm wondering if the spin of the earth has changed. And uh-huh. the and, and and all of us because we're used to the Schumann, Schumann Schumann energy, and all of us who are attached to it are feeling this this um, fluctuation in that energy that used to be so constant. Uh huh. You know, I I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but in my opinion, I think we're being pulled out of orbit, so to speak. I think there's a pull, and in my yeah. opinion, there's there could be some correlation with the moon going on too. So there's some things happening there. I've been looking at some weird on the moon lately, and um, I've been seeing things in a different perspective. But it's it's interesting because I do think there is uh, definitely a change in the field. Some of it's weaponized, and some of it is just a lot of anomalies that are kind of merging in. If you look and see what's been going on in the pseudo-solar system, which is questionable, but we do have a lot of strange events happening simultaneously. I mean, we have you know all this 
uh, chain reaction of events happening with different planets and, you know, how Pluto lost its atmosphere and this, that, and the other. I mean, if you if you take that for, for what it is, I find that, yeah, we're, we're just kind of having a resonance effect as well. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. I, I think that you're on to something with that. And I'm wondering if they're looking at the the, the wobbling that they're seeing with the stars is actually just here on this this world. Not necessarily the stars, it's just the effect. It looks like a parallax view. It, it would look like the, there's some kind of a strange glitch with the stars, but it's actually coming from here. Yeah, no, I, I, I know. that's what I thought, too, that, that it's yeah. the planet that is wobbling or, or, or whatever. And, you know, our, our axes switch. Yeah, everything's um, messed up. So that, so that this north. may be the beginning of a an axis switch, I mean, to north, and, north yeah. and south poles um, change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, right. <clears throat> so I'm wondering if, if we're due for one of those. I mean, you know, uh, gravity won't, won't change, and you know, but, uh, yeah, the North Pole is, has changed its location. Uh-huh. Um, right. O- over, over this, over this, this millennia. Um, uh-huh. But but I'm wondering if maybe something like that is going on to a higher degree or a faster degree than we've experienced it before. So that right. so that you know as far as as the sky and the and the energy within the earth and the core of the earth. Speaking of the core of the earth, what do you think about hollow earth? You know, I don't discount hollow earth in a sense of different portals and access points. You know, I find that there's there's ways to traverse uh, insofar as the internal mechanisms of this world, which can lead to an exterior realm. That's just my own impression. So I don't discount that at all. And, and you know, looking at the north and, and south access points to the poles and also how we can traverse from north to south. I mean, insofar as um, navigation, when I talk about different ships of light or, or species or anything else, I mean, it seems to me like it's a good way to traverse through that realm, through the north-south pole. And when you mentioned the, the shifting, yeah, magnetic north and all that moving, and I've I've looked at it energetically, and I've seen it go on its side. In other words, north is going left, and then mm-hmm. um, the, the moon is tilting with it. So there's got to be, it's almost like some kind of indentation is connected with the moon as well. I want to say it's not a crater, something more severe. There's some weird going on. I mean, I'm just looking at the energies. I'm looking at constructs of energy when I see that. But I've seen some interesting stuff with that. So I don't know. You might want to take a look and see. But to me, it's on its side. I keep saying it's going on its side. Um, it just doesn't look right. It's like a ship that's gone sideways. Well, and as far as, the, as, far as the moon goes, um, I read something the other day that the moon is drifting away from the Earth a quarter inch a year. Right, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Well, supposedly it's supposed to break away. I mean, they they were saying that back in the 90s. And technically speaking, it doesn't come from this configuration, so technically it shouldn't be here. In my opinion, I think it needs to go. So uh, I keep telling it. I'm like, what are you doing here? I always talk to the moon. <laughs> 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 strange. But, um, but, yeah, you know, it's like its own little intelligent design. Maybe it's lonely. Maybe it's codependent on the Earth. But, yeah, <laughs> there is this uh, exchange they have together energetically, so... Well, they say that that way, 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 way back in time, Saturn was also closer to us, and and we had two moons, and Saturn was mm-hmm. one of them. And you know what? I, I don't know. Yeah. What? 
Well, no, I was just saying, I mean, to cut you off, I'm sorry. I, I just find that I don't think there's distance in time. So when you look at it like that, it's almost like we can walk from point A to point B. And in my opinion, if we were to go to the right location in Antarctica, we'd be able to see a lot more than you realize and see these worlds eclipsing, not necessarily what Saturn is. But I, I let, I'm telling you, there are other worlds so close that we could literally walk from point A to point B. It's like you're walking down this, this um, access point and then you go into the sphere. I mean, it's another civilization. I just know it's there. I know it's there. I'm sure you've, you've remoted, and I know we've talked about that before. But when you know it's yeah. beyond a shadow of a doubt, it's almost like an obsession for me to get out of here and also get the, get the routes activated to a point where we can go. And, and that's what I get. I, I guess I have a problem with what's going on with the military right now is because I want to leave. I want us to be able to traverse the galactic highway. I don't want national security bothering us anymore. We're, we're, we are star beings. And I find that that's going to have to happen. So whether we come up with a treaty or we come up with something to get them to stand down, that's going to have to happen soon. I really well, believe what that. I find, what I find so crazy is that there are groups of people that believe that we, si- we signed a treaty with aliens from another world. Now, why in the name of heaven would would anybody from another world who could traverse space want to sign a treaty with earthbound people? It's kind of like, why does God and, and leave it, the starship from Star Trek? Yeah, but they wouldn't do it. And that's what I mean by that whole thing was a psyop, if you ask me. I actually think it was the, the German Fourth Reich that created the Psy War with Eisenhower and, and really did some mind messing with these people and put that in there. That's That's the agreement. So the, so the quote-unquote extraterrestrial treaty, in my opinion, was the Fourth Reich. That, they considered them extraterrestrial. That's just my own theory. But I'm telling you, it uh-huh. makes more sense because no off-world species would say any. They wouldn't. You know, the best technology we have in our own defense department and globally is nothing compared to off-planet. So why on earth do they think they can run the world or anything else? Now, they would never sign a treaty. I guarantee you that. But as star beings, we have to come up with something to get away from these people because, in my opinion, we don't belong here. And I've said that a billion times over. We do not belong here. And they don't belong entangling us in their drama or their heaviness or their inertia or bad karma or whatever else that is they're trying to pull out of their pockets, you know. And believe me, they have. They've been draining our life force. I mean, they've been draining our psyche and our energy. Think about all the psyops. You're talking about the disinformation and media. Well, think about how that pulls on the energy field in your, in your pure light. You know, it's just ridiculous. No, it's true. Well, they, but it just—it doesn't—it doesn't make sense to me to think that people would think that somebody who can do interstellar travel or interdimensional travel or whatever it is would would you know sign a piece of paper that doesn't make sense. No, that's not true. Look what they did with Antarctica. They're all trying to be down there with their treaties. You know, that's, you know what I mean? They're all sitting there trying to stake territory because they know. I mean, so far as how, how there's access points down there in other space time. But, you know, still, that's not acceptable either because it's concealed from everybody else. And it's our heritage and legacy they've been hiding from. And they've been hiding that information okay. from us. Yeah, there's a Stargate there for sure. Oh, I know. There's jump points there. I know where they are. I, I can guarantee yeah. you, if we were to an expedition, I'd tell you right where it was. You probably know, too. We know how to get out of here, okay? And it's not like you have to do a whole lot with a spacesuit. That's what pisses me off. I'm like, you know, I wish there were just 
stand down, military, just bug off. <laughs> I've never been so confident in my life about what I know about that area. So it irritates me. But, but when yeah, you think of I mean, that's much, home for us. I mean, when you think of how much money has gone into the development of weapons instead uh-huh. of peace, instead of healing, instead of getting our, our food supplies better. I mean, it, it's just, and, and you know, the, the original, we were, yeah, we were originally talking about, going to talk about relationships and spirituality, and I look at everything today and I, I say, where is the spirituality? Where is... Right, it doesn't exist. Uh, it does. Class, I, mean, I, there, there, I mean, there, there, there are people who are who are invested in spirituality and understand how it enhances things and how to use it and how to help other people with it. But, but you know, you don't want to have a leader, spiritually speaking. I mean, look what we did with Jesus. For heaven's sakes, we killed him. Um, right. So anybody that has that kind of a power is not going to come out of the woodwork and say, "Here I am. I have the power to help, to nourish, to you know heal." They just they dissect them. I mean, I had a boyfriend a long yeah. time ago who who said you should be very careful about what you do and what you say because there is a there's a stainless steel gurney waiting for you, and they're going to want to dissect you. And if you don't die fast enough, they'll oh. help you. And, which was well, yeah, I think there are, there are a... some insidious people in this world, no doubt. You know, when you think about that, too, with the Jesus syndrome, I mean, the whole Jesus thing, it is interesting because it's it's like they wanted to make a statement by bastardizing what the master frequency was of Christ. And they, they utilize mm-hmm. it with the church, for example. I mean, the whole idea is, oh, he's on the cross and he dies and you know, and I've said it before, it's not about that. It's the transfiguration of the atom. The message behind that is more of a, um, it, it, it's a, very symbolic. In other words, it's alchemy. In other, you can traverse the galactic highway. You can change at the molecular atomic level. You don't physically die. You transmute alchemically and change it from light body to Merkaba. And, and they didn't exactly. get that part. They never incorporated that into the religion. And, and what do you do? You go every Sunday to the church where they tell you how this person suffered and that's what it's about and, that's what they're saying. It's like, if you step out of the box, this is what we'll do to you. And that's not what the mystery school taught. So once again, all this stuff has been such a, such a disservice to anybody on the, on the spiritual path. You know, it's just amazing to me. Well, maybe that's part of the journey of this lifetime, too, to, to sort mm-hmm. of bring the message out and put it in front of people and, and, you know, kind of say, you know, think of this, you know, consider this. And and right. nobody with that kind of power, if they're here, is making themselves known. So it's baby steps. It's this generation is is you know hoping to bring awareness of the power that you have inside of you, even though you're not using it. And and the spiritual focus, um, peace and love, not war and killing. And and take care of your fellow man for heaven's sakes and you know this territorial thing is is ridiculous look what they're doing to the planet i mean well you know that's what i mean by eventually i think they all they're they're just so expendable 
at this point, they've proven who they are, what they are, and it's like they're not worth anything. And I've said it before, they have no value to the cosmos. I don't mean that in a negative fashion. I'm just saying it's an analysis, and I'm right. They don't have any value. I don't know why they think they're so special, and they're, you know, they just think they're all propped up, and but they're nothing. They're absolutely a speck of nothing. And the beings who are here are like little sparks of light, little fractals of light, but they're worth more. They're like reflections of the stars and the heavens, you know. It, they're worth something to the cosmos. There's something there. There's an essence of source. These people have nothing to bring to the plate. And I think that, you know, how you live your life here on the timeline, I can't imagine living my life to just go above and beyond to destroy everybody else. I just don't see any benefit in that, you know. really don't. No. It's crazy. And, and under the guise of their jobs or their security clearances or whatever it is that they get paid to do, that's not an excuse at all. I said it a billion times, you know. It ruins the whole collective. It ruins everything here. It's a poison. It's a poison. It's a non-transmutable poison at this point. And yet, you know, <clears throat> I think that it's a matter of time and not not in my lifetime or possibly yours that that even the knowledge of the fact that there are other consciousnesses out there who have been around us for forever. I, I think with yep. with the book that, that uh, Ken and I did um, at the at the very end, I said, you know, I find it ludicrous that that we're spending millions of dollars sending rockets with messages on them to introduce us to other humanoid type type consciousnesses. And and we're shooting them right past those that are right there already and have been circling this planet since the beginning of time. Well, and the other thing is, how do we really know they did that? I mean, how do we know that really went? I know it sounds like conspiracy, but do you really know? <laughs> I mean, it just seems so fake. And Carl Sagan was great. I loved him, but there was a lot of psyop with him, too. And even the movie Contact, I think, says it all. In the end, she, what did she do oh, in the yeah. end? Was it a PSYOP? It was a PSYOP. It was a guy, you know, stringing her along into a covert program to to pretend she, she went somewhere, which she did, but she did go somewhere. My point is that it was all psychologically driven. And I think that's the spin that they put on everything with their, their NASA, um, with all these different space programs. I mean, and then CIA and everybody else. And, and that's factored in. So you can't take it for what it really is. But you're right. We have a true connection. We don't have, we're not disconnected from any species or source or anything else. So why do we need to send all these fake little devices out there to pretend? We're constantly interfacing, you know, and that's what that's what they hate. I'm telling you right now, that's what that's the threat is our capabilities and what we can do that leaves them in the dust, that leaves their whole defense department in the dust. And I'm telling you, man, that's why I say I would like to see the day when they close that department down officially. Well, the trouble is, if they shut that one down, then somebody else will step in to take over. That's the problem. Well, they get to the point. The Space Force, you know, and it was, and now it's corrupted. It, it started off as a good department, a good idea, and now it's no good anymore. Now they're just as bad as the last group. So, you know, what are you going to do? Got to get rid of them, as far as I can tell. I don't want them messing with my airspace, and I certainly don't want them in my electromagnetic field, tampering with my technology. That's not their technology. It's mine. You know, I made that very clear well, to them. Well, obviously they aren't listening. <laughs> no, they don't listen. The eavesdrop, but they don't listen. They don't care. You know, that's the whole idea. If they did care, 
we wouldn't have the problems we have on this world. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but we'll, and, we'll have to do some more uh, assessment and see what else they try to blow up the next 24 hours because it seems to me like every time I turn around, there's an anomaly floating around. So heaven forbid you start shining bright as a light body into a Merkaba, you know, and then have this geometric signature on you that they lock in on and say, oh, we can't have that. We'll have to neutralize it. It's a threat. I'm not kidding you. I may yeah. sound like I'm joking. I swear to you, I'm not. That's the kind of witch hunt oh, no. crap we're dealing with right now with these divisions. Oh, Absolutely. And and what really is amazing is, you know, our government is is looking into things. I mean, some of the things they're looking into are very important. I, I will I will not deny that they 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 have committees that are talking to people, but they're not doing anything about it. They're they're, you know, they've got Biden's computer. They've had it for years. They're not doing anything about that. Um, We've had people that have created that have created treason against the government, and they're still walking around out there. I mean, and and then there are innocent citizens that have done nothing, that have been arrested and put away without without benefit of trial. So that right, you know, you you can't tell me that this is a free free government type place. We're not. No. And depending on no, depending on your your depending on your threat to the government, um, you know, Lord knows, you and I could be picked up tomorrow and put away someplace in solitary confinement for the rest of our lives. Well, uh, you just, know, I always say no free shots. It's not going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> it won't happen. If you stay try, it's not going to succeed. No, they've managed to ignore people. But but look at what they did to Tesla. Oh, I know. No, I, I get their I get their message. I get it very loud and clear. Believe me, but I'm not I'm not going to be intimidated by it either. So, like I said before, I know what's going on with with our true space time. So for that, um, I, I look at them as nothing. You know, I don't care how much they threaten or what they try to do. And and I think that people should not comply with the bullying that's going on here. This bullying, this strong arm crap, has to cease. It should have ceased a long time ago. That's the whole problem, and nobody stood up. They were too traumatized, and they're too much in the dream world, and nobody's paying attention anymore, and they're too fatigued now and too tired to fight. So it's it's kind yeah. of like people really need to switch it on and, and understand. And I think education is the biggest part, but the education is about multidimensional awareness and not just linear. And that's a huge stepping stone for them. And once they realize and they see as a spy bird, then they'll be able to, to look at everything from a different viewpoint and perhaps change the, the atmosphere. But yeah, no, it's just these guys have been bullies for too long, and it's just no good. So, and I get very protective over my um, our star family. I call them star beings. It's like a dolphin. You don't want them weaponizing dolphins and whales. And you know, if they're trying to shoot things down that are anomalies but are um, harmless, but they consider them a threat because they're in the airspace, that's a problem. That's a very big problem. I I, I want to address that big time. Don't you I mean, think it that it's it's strange that. Four things in the last week have, have been shot down yeah. by our government. Yeah, what fleets are coming in? I mean, sure, we have a cute you know, little balloon coming in, you know, and I'm not impressed by that getting taken out, but my, I think I'm more interested in the other ones, uh, the things that they're not really talking about that seem geometric or something the a object. little bit more. Um, yeah. yeah, something different, something a little more different. I'm more interested in that 
And and we need more details. And of course, you know, under the guise of national security, they don't dis- they don't disclose that. They make the call. They don't tell anybody why. Well, that tells me that they have enemies off planet. That's all there is to it. I'm not going to say it's China. I'm not. I'm tired of blaming other countries. I think there's something bigger happening here. And also, did did you see the article about Antarctica where they saw there were a bunch of fleets or something going on? A lot of movement with Antarctica once again. I don't know if they were types of anomalies or if they were just regular fleets. There's something going on though. I think oh, there's yeah. movement. Yeah. Well, there's <clears throat> one thing I was fascinated with about Antarctica is that there's a huge series of volcanoes down there that are that are active and they're melting the ice. Mm-hmm. Yep. So wouldn't that be cool to finally see the ground? And I think it'd be cool to be able to get over there and yeah. <laughs> and, and the fact we'll that there is a pyramid. <laughs> When it's warmer, I don't. You know, I I I'm not a fan of oh, real I don't like cold, the cold weather. Either. But I have a feeling that there are certain areas that aren't uncomfortable over there. So it's not all cold. Well, I mean, look at they, they've got a lake that is that is not frozen that the uh, air force can't fly over. Right? Why? I mean, it's That's it's they say it's clearly it's clearly not frozen, and it's a no-fly zone. Now, why would that be? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. Well, just like DC's a no-fly zone, you know, constructs. <laughs> there's there's so many secrets, it's not even funny. And, and the thing is, I'm tired of the club, you know, that kind of club where everybody, you know, has a club pass to be a certain way and has information, but everybody else gets left out. I don't like that because the wrong people have the club. Yeah, no, I agree. It's... But in, and everybody thinks they're hot stuff because they're in the club, and mm-hmm. and the and you know if it's secret, it's even better, and and it's even better if people know it's secret and don't know what the secret is. Right. So yeah, it's, once again, it's, it's them it's, playing leapfrog, trying to sound intelligent. You know, and they're not intelligent. They just have access. They have privileged information versus people who don't have access. But some people get it through their gnosis. Some people can decode things without even having an experience close to it, which I find fascinating. And that's cool. And and I'm going to call it a big boy club, but I but I'm sure there are women in it too. But oh, yeah. but it's female. <laughs> but but it's it's. And I think the females are more ruthless than the men. Oh, yeah, they're nasty. Yeah, there's no doubt. Look at Gina Haspel as a prime example of a person who's tortured people and was enjoying it, you know. She's CIA. Yeah. But there are, a lot of, there are a lot of nasty people who do horrific things that are females. They have these power shifts. They're very evil people. Yeah, I agree. I think the women, are they don't handle their power very well in these outfits, as far as I can tell. You think they would, but they don't. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of years because I think mm-hmm. it's going to get more and more and more controlled. So we're going to – and Mark Mark typed in something a while back. He said, I wonder how long YouTube will let this show stay on the air. <laughs> oh, I know. I mentioned the DARPA and everything. Oh, what could I say? Well, you can always you know, do, it, do what you will with it, but it's been a great show. Oh, it was a fantastic oh, well, show, Barbara. 
And congratulations well, on the book. I'm looking forward to reading it and interviewing both of you. It's it's a fun book. Um, yeah. But as far as, I mean, YouTube has taken down one of my other shows. So, um, Which one? Uh, one with uh, Gary, uh, Gary, uh, Gary, uh, oh, for heaven's sakes, um, with Gary. Is that um, the guy, the religious guy? Gary Wayne, yes. Um, oh, okay, he yeah, I remember about, him. Good. Yeah, and, and he talked, it was during the pandemic, and he did talk about the pandemic, oh, and they took it down. That's probably why. But, yeah. well, well, the thing is, YouTube took it down, but... None of the other carriers did, and Block Talk kept it up, but it's, it was on. Talk, it's still it's on Talkstream Live. It's still. I mean, it's yeah. the show is still out there. So even if you just uh-huh. did decide to take it down, it's it's out there all over the place anyhow. So it's just you know that one oh, it place is. it is not. So um, one of the benefits of having tons of servers, but um, right. you know it's it's you know I almost take it as a. Um, sort of like a badge of you did the right thing to have somebody take mm-hmm. it down because, you know, we put out good, honest information and it was taken down because it didn't go along with what the system said was a good, honest show. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, no, and, I'll do that. But you know what, you, Google is on, I think Google's on borrowed time. I really do. I know they were really cool when they first came out, but I think that they've done over over-the-top censorship and shadow banning to such a level that I think they're going to lose a lot more than they realize. And I know they have their fingers and everything, but there's always a bigger monster out there. So that's just my own uh, forecast. Yeah. That's going to be really interesting to watch. Um, you know, it's 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 sort of like, okay, if I, I we haven't said anything that, that is – you know that controversial. We've we've said things that everybody else around us is saying just about. So I don't think we've said anything that would you know no. raise a red flag. You know flag. me. I, I have my own. I have my own analysis, and I don't step down you know, just because people try to tell me not to. So that's oh, fine. We'll just play it by ear. You know, I'm not worried. I, it's all over. Like I said, it's not just here. I've been very vocal about what I'm ana- doing an analysis on. So. You know, and anybody who can't see that is obviously not not looking with multidimensional sight. True, and and you know the, the reality is, um, we just provide a, a sort of like a a place where people can come for information to make them think. You know, we're not mm-hmm. we're not advocating the overthrow of the government. We're advocating the reorganization of the government. I mean, there's got to be in a well, government, for sure. <laughs> I definitely think they should shut down those departments. Um, I think they're over the top and out of control right now. They're reckless. And I think they're going to get everybody into a bigger problem than we – we just don't need it. We don't need their recklessness. These generals are out of control. So. Well, <clears throat> there are a lot of them out there for sure. And at the State mm-hmm. of the Union, you know, the ribbons on some of those men were, holy cow, how they could stand oh, upright with all of them. Yeah, it's all, it's all propaganda. Was... You know, yeah, if you're in, in martial arts, you get stripes, you know, you get ranks. And, and sometimes you test for those ranks. And other times they're honorary. So I find that a lot of that's just, just political BS. I think it's propaganda and, you know, it's just a club where they just keep giving themselves medals and stripes and 
haven't earned anything. It just it looks good. That's all. But it that's melts quite impressive. fast too. We are yeah. we are almost out of time, so let's get your other shows up. You know, mentioned so people can find you in other places as well. Well, thank you, Barbara. And once again, it's been wonderful to be with you tonight on on Neon Twilight on the on the Nightlight Network here. And my my show is Hyperspace on KCUR, twelve midnight Eastern Time, nine p.m. Pacific, every Friday. And then Saturday, I have Raven Stars Witching Hour on FreedomSlips.com Studio A, twelve midnight Eastern Time, nine p.m. Pacific. And thank you again. This has been an awesome show. I always look forward to our conversations. Next time, we'll oh, have to touch too. on the relationships. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do that unless the government has done something strange. Um, with the two shows, do you cover the same type of material, or, or is it different types of material you go into? It's, it's pretty similar. Actually, I think they're very parallel to each other. I think they are on a lot of different levels. I think on Revolution Radio, things are a little more uncensored. You know, they're just open, you know, but they're the same on hyperspace. But I think it's just a little bit more intense on, on the other station, but... Yeah, no, it's the same. They're just I have similar guests, so yeah, it's fun. You're a busy lady. Is there a new book coming well, up? So are you? I don't <laughs> have a new book. You just beat me to it. I have the two books that I just put out a couple months ago, but um, but yeah, hopefully I'll be able to interview you both on my show, Hyperspace, and we'll get that scheduled in, and that would be fantastic. Looking forward to that. That would be fun. I I like doing other podcasts because I don't have to do any prep work. That's so, right. Everybody takes care of it for you. Yeah, and yeah it's, it's really cool. So it well, is. I will look forward to uh, our next last Sunday. Of the, uh, last Sunday of the month is when we aim at. So let's hope Perfect. we can hit the last Sunday of the month and do relationships and spirituality because it's a great topic. Okay. Perfect. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I am too. I will talk to you again soon then. Okay, thank you, Barbara. Good night, everybody. Thank you, and good night to you, too. Okay, everybody, thanks for joining us. And um, I have another show coming up on Tuesday, and I think Mark has one on Wednesday. So do check the website and make sure you join us. Have a, have a great evening now.